Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. We've recently partnered with ForgeNow, an organization that provides professional training for HVAC, medical coding, and electrical wiring. These trades represent some of the fastest growing and most essential segments of the U.S. economy. ForgeNow was founded to meet the demand for skilled employees in the workforce who are trained specifically for their careers and are job ready on day one. While the training programs are located in Dallas, Texas, ForgeNow allows students to participate from anywhere in the United States. If you aren't local to Dallas, ForgeNow will even pay your travel and lodging expenses to bring you on site to complete the hands-on portion of the training. Co-founders Rob Holmes and Marvin Key join this episode of the podcast to discuss what led them to founding ForgeNow, what their programs offer to students, as well as the sustainable and essential nature of careers for HVAC technicians, medical coding professionals, and electricians. Check out the notes for this episode for a link to ForgeNow's website to learn more about the organization and to apply for one of their programs. If you have any questions about this interview or topics for an upcoming podcast, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hi, Robin, Marvin. Thank you both for joining. Our pleasure. So I'm excited to have you talk all about Forge Now. It's a partnership that we've recently launched and we're excited about it. Um, you know, we're offering services to your graduates and then of course telling our candidates all about it as well. So before we get into that and start talking about Forge Now and all of your offerings, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, your education, military background? Rob, I'll have you go first. I went to a trade school. I grew up in Atlanta. I went to a trade school. Now that, that trade school is called the United States Military Academy. And, and there I got a college education, but I also learned a trade. And, and that was to be an Army officer. So that was something that I felt called to do. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I graduated. I was commissioned uh, in, in the armor branch and uh, had a, a, a tour uh, in Iraq, uh, but then ultimately uh, left active duty. And then I got a business degree at the University of North Carolina uh, in Chapel Hill. So I, uh, I, I had a great experience in the military. I had fantastic uh, NCOs who really took care of me. They were uh, they, they were both in the, with the tanks and then with the scouts later and uh, really taught me everything I needed to know. And I was also fortunate with my chain of command. So it was a great experience in the military. Awesome. And Marvin, how about you? Um, thank you, Megan. Um, Rob is the, uh, is the military uh, veteran in this duo. I, I did grow up in a, a career military family, an Air Force family, and lived all around the world and on Air Force bases, but am not a veteran myself. Um, I grew up in Atlanta also, um, went to Clemson University, followed that up with a, uh, a master's degree with a finance emphasis at uh, Southern Methodist University. Um, in, uh, in Dallas, uh, where um, coincidentally, we both now reside, though there were a lot of um, back and forths in the middle. Um, I spent most of the early part of my career working for large uh, investment banking firms um, uh, around uh, the country, spent most of my, much of my career in San Francisco. Um, and during that process, I ended up moving over to the corporate world. I joined a corporate client um, 
rising through the, a public company, a technology services company. We actually helped technology companies manage and monetize their patent portfolios, kind of an esoteric business. I ultimately became the um, acting CEO of that company for a period of time. And about two and a half years ago, Rob and I back in Dallas got together and, and forged the idea of Forge Now. And that's where we now stand. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. So yes, you led me perfectly into my next question, which was um, really to learn more about Forge Now. I think that's why anyone here would be listening to find out more about who you are, what you offer, and how they can get involved. So what led you to founding Forge Now? And Rob, I'll let you answer this one. Marvin and I saw an opportunity that, that really is multi-generational trend in our country away from the trades. But that trend is, is turning. It's, it's changing. You know, we spent two generations uh, telling young people that they had to go off to college. And, and lo and behold, you wake up today and we've got a couple generations, you know, up to their gills in debt and with degrees that really aren't applicable for, uh, for a sustainable career. And, and, you know, this isn't everybody, but uh, we saw an opportunity and, and again, kind of a change in, in the country where people are, are coming back to the trades. There's been a lot of talk, particularly over this last year, about what businesses are essential and what businesses are not essential. Well, the trades are essential. Uh, if people don't have heating and cooling in their home, if they don't have electricity in their home or plumbing in their home, uh, those are essential. And... Uh, so we've really, we saw an opportunity where we could uh, develop a, a training company, a training company that gives people career skills, credentials, so they can prove they have those skills, and then position them for, for a career afterward. And, and we saw it as a business opportunity. And, and what we've come to learn is that the social impact of it is really going to be significant. Mm -hmm. Marvin, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Uh, I think he, I think Rob summarized it perfectly. I really like Rob, what you said about it being essential business, because I know at least for us, a lot of the candidates that we work with really in the past year, it's been this challenge with them wondering, you know, what jobs are even out there? No companies are hiring is kind of the general uh, consensus that I think a lot of people have that are in the market today. And so you're very spot on by saying that um, this is an essential business. Even before we started recording, we were talking about you both being in Dallas. And, um, you know, by the time we have this podcast come out, it will be a few weeks past. But you just recently went through a huge winter storm. So it's like there's all these events that are going on all the time all over the country. So it's just something that not only is it essential, this type of these types of roles are needed in every area of the country, too. Yeah, according to the U.S. Department of Labor, uh, there are, are over 5,000 open heating and cooling jobs in Dallas County. There are uh, over 9,000 uh, electrician jobs open in Dallas County. There are over 7,000 plumbing jobs open in Dallas County. That's just Dallas County. That's about two and a half million people in a state of 30 million people. So it's probably twice that number in Houston. It's probably about that same number in Austin, about that same number in San Antonio. So, you know, right there, 
is, you know, 30, 40,000 jobs just in the state of Texas in those major cities that are waiting right now for people that have the skills and the credentials to step into those jobs. Mm -hmm. So Marvin, Rob just talked us through, you know, how you guys, what led you to founding Forge Now? If you could think back to originally, if you guys were to have came up with a mission statement or something that you were seeking to accomplish, can you tell me a little bit more about that? You know, from a very high level, um, uh, Megan, I'm I'm attracted to um, kind of unsexy, mundane businesses, and we felt like technical training. Not only was there this enormous secular need, not just here in Dallas County, as Rob just articulated, but all across the country, more people are leaving the trades every day than are coming into it. So not only is it a, compel, a compelling uh, career choice currently, it's getting more so on a daily basis. So not only is there this enormous secular need, but the you know kind of on the ground analysis, market analysis that we did suggested that there wasn't a lot of positive news from the employers about the candidates that they were recruiting or, tying, or, or trying to hire, meaning they felt like um, a lot of the programs that existed out there, there was either companies were training people themselves, which was not their core competency, or they were turning to potentially community colleges or other vocational programs. And so what, what we discovered was that uh, the employers told us that um, they were looking for a, 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 a higher quality candidate uh, a, 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 a of trainee. And we simply looked around and felt like we had the ability to create and design a program um, and do it better and deliver a more uh, efficient, timely product that the employers wanted to hire. And that's at the gist of it. That's at the, that's at the heart of it. So Rob, at a high level, because I know we're going to get into some of the specifics later about the programs and curriculum and things like that, but what services do you offer to students? And you could even give this as like your elevator pitch if someone's listening and they've never heard of Forge Now and want to know what they could expect from you. We have two categories of programs. We have what we're calling our tool belt programs, uh, which are today uh, heating and cooling technician. And then we're launching our, our electrician uh, program as well. Uh, we plan to have a maintenance tech program later this year. And we'll probably add another two or three of those tool belt type programs. We also have then our specialty programs and our specialty program uh, today is medical coding, a, a certified professional coder, where you work in the healthcare industry, coding the services that medical providers uh, perform such that they can get reimbursed from insurance companies. That career is more, it can often be a, a home-based career. It can be portable such that if you have to move, it's, uh, it, it's a career that you can take with you. Um, those programs are um, available to service members who've earned their uh, GI Bill benefits. Uh, so that's something that would be one way that, uh, that, that candidates could pay for the tuition. 
And you mentioned medical coding. That's great too, because the, it seems like the underlying theme that I'm seeing here is that you guys are just specializing in all of these different um, pockets of business that are, like we mentioned earlier, essential. Correct. Um, you know, we look at our customers as, as really the employers, because if, if our candidates aren't getting jobs afterward, then this is a colossal waste of time. So we really want to have, uh, you know, substantive, intense, immersive, quality training. We, we want our product to be a great experience for the candidate going through, getting the training, getting the career skills, getting the credential. And then we want to help them on the, the first chapter after they graduate. Uh, they may choose to work for another company the rest of their career. Uh, they may choose to start their own company. Uh, but these are, these are career paths where you have a great deal of control over what you do. So, you know, the more you want to make, well, you got to work more. But, it, but it's almost like the sky is the limit. It's a way to, to provide a, a, a wonderful uh, life uh, for your family while having a, an impact on the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's great. Marvin, did you want to add anything to that? Um, I don't. I think that um, I think that. I don't, and then I start speaking. You shouldn't have asked me an open-ended question like that. Um, look, I think that um, we are um, we are trying to fill a niche and help to fill a void that where there's this where there's this this glaring need, and we're we're trying to do it in a way that the uh, that the trainee um, is is getting. Um, is learning this skill in a timely, efficient, immersive fashion. And if, if we are delivering the product um, uh, like we believe uh, we can and, and better the competitors, we've got a, we've got a bright, bright future. Mm-hmm. I agree. So you've referenced your customers a few times. Can you give us a glimpse into you know, what some of the employers are that you guys work with and help place people into these companies once they're done with the training? You know, I would say um, at at this early stage, um, we do not have uh, the 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 length of track record to partner with companies that you potentially have um, that 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 most people have heard about or are lot are not large companies. What I will say is this: there are over four thousand heating and cooling companies in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's a massively fragmented market. There are scores and scores of electrical contractors and plumbing contractors. And the very first thing that each and every single one of them will say to you is, I can't find enough qualified people. So while the employers who are coming to us to hire our folks are not household words and, and are, lot, are not large national companies. Um, they are companies that um, we're building a track record with. They're hiring our graduates and they're coming back to us subsequent and saying, I need more of that guy. I need more of that young lady. Mm-hmm. So we feel very, very constructive about the hiring trends and the placement trends that we've seen so far, because as Rob said, if we are not able to um, get our graduates jobs, we are not being an effective training partner. So I think that ultimately 
ultimately, as our reputation grows, we expect that we will become, uh, uh, it will be more common for us to work with larger and larger companies as time goes on. You know, that's a good point that you brought up, though, because, you know, if we're just thinking about day to day life, you're driving around, you're seeing any sort of van or piece of, you know, a truck that has some sort of heating and cooling advertisement, most of the time they are more local places. So that makes sense that you would say that. And one of the benefits of working for a smaller company too, or not one of them, there's many benefits, um, especially for people transitioning out of the military. A lot of them are seeking a sense of camaraderie. And that's something a lot of times that you would get working at a smaller company. Well, and, and smaller companies allow the trainee to get a, a, a greater sense of responsibility that much sooner. It's easier to move up the ladder in a smaller company than it is uh, in, a, in a larger company. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not going to get down in the weeds with the uh, financials of the, of the heating and cooling business. But if you have a small mom and pop kind of uh, heating and cooling company with, with two technicians, so it's literally two technicians in a truck and, and, and it's a family business. Um, it's, you know, the, the quickest way to, to, uh, to increase the size of your business by 50% is to, hire, is, is to hire just one more technician. And, 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 and the math works in a, in, a, in, a very linear, in a very linear fashion, meaning uh, you add that one trainee who can then work with those other two trainees, and you've got a much bigger, much more profitable business. And, and, and people have to keep that in mind, and contractors have to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So now I want to talk a little bit more about the specifics of the programs that you offer. So we've talked already that you offer heating and cooling technician program, an electrician program, and then a medical coding program. And so I think one of you may have mentioned, unless I misheard you, that medical coding was newer. Um, and so you kind of already talked about, you know, you saw the need for, for the heating and cooling technician and electrician roles, but I guess really, is that why you chose these three career paths and is the medical coding newer? And did you just venture into that because you saw it as another need or kind of just tell me a little bit more about, you know, how you identified these three areas to focus on. And then Rob, I'll have you answer this one. With heating and cooling, uh, we live in Texas. Uh, so we've got very, very hot extended summers where the cooling business uh, is, is truly essential. Uh, but we have enough of a winter where the heating is as well. We just experienced that in, in Dallas this last week. So it's, it's something that's always going to be in demand uh, here in Texas. Uh, and with electricity, you're never going to go in a building that doesn't have heating and cooling, you're never gonna go in a building that doesn't have electricity. Uh, electricity is now what, what powers everything that we do. So those were, those were two that seemed obvious to us. Uh, we've identified a couple of others, but those, those were two that were, were obvious places to start. With medical coding, the healthcare industry is 22% of our country's uh, economy. So it's a, it's a huge industry with uh, uh, just a vast uh, opportunities for, for career uh, advancement. Uh, every time you go see any type of medical provider, that provider is going to have to code their services such that they can get paid. So 
you know, that's another one we just saw such a, such a, an opportunity uh, for people to get trained, get credentials, and then, you know, get on with their career. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of the lengths of programs, I know that is something that differentiates you guys, differentiates you. So when we're talking about the length of program, curriculum highlights, certifications, um, Marvin, can you talk us through some of that? Like, let's maybe talk about the um, one of the programs. We'll just go step by step. So maybe heating and cooling technician. If someone's listening and they're interested in that, what could they expect in terms of the length of program, some of the curriculum highlights, and then the certifications? Um, absolutely. And this is the exciting part uh, of what we do. Um, if, if, a, if somebody is interested in a, in a, in a career or a trade, it, it can often be a 9, 12, 15, 18-month, 24-month process through a community college or certain vocational programs. We have uh, specifically and intentionally designed our programs in an immersive boot camp fashion. Um, We are uh, interested in recruiting, uh, admitting, uh, training uh, our trainees, and then getting them jobs as quickly as possible. We believe um, our candidates and our trainees want new careers uh, in a new direction as soon as possible. And we're, attempt, we're, we're addressing that. So for instance, for our uh, residential heating and cooling curriculum, as well as our residential electrical curriculum, they're each 353 contract, uh, contact hours with, a, with an instructor. Currently, the way that's designed is about 50% of that 353 hours. Let's just say 175 of, of, of those hours are in the classroom. And it is a full-time program uh, from eight to five, five days a week for eight weeks. And the balance of the 175 plus or minus hours uh, of training is done in the lab which means that you are in a, uh, a warehouse space with tools, uh, working on uh, equipment, getting your hands dirty, and, and literally working on physical equipment. What we're finding today is that many programs, including vocational schools, uh, are doing much of their training 100% remotely and online so that you could graduate with a certification in heating and cooling, never having touched a tool, never having worked on a piece of equipment, perhaps only looked at a video or something like that. The other thing I wanna emphasize is that for the portion of the program that is classroom, that is 100% uh, instructor led. And even if you use a, a remote Uh, online access to our program, it is 100% synchronous. And what that means is it is not go at your own pace. You are working with a live instructor on the screen, even even if you're training remotely. So eight weeks, approximately half classroom, approximately half lab. And ultimately, um, that's what differentiates us is the ability to work on the equipment and immerse yourself in the skill. And when I say immersion, um, think of, you know, think of uh, 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 contemplating learning a language. 
Is it, would it be best to spend two hours a night online working on your computer? Or would it, would it make more sense to spend two months in the home of a family in Paris, France, learning the language? How do you think you're gonna learn it best and most, and most completely? Our programs uh, are, are designed the same way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such that would be something that would be very appealing to people too, because on one hand you think, oh, virtual, that'd be great. I get to stay home. I can stay in my pajamas all day, but you're so right. Are you really going to feel well, well equipped and, you know, ready to start your new job if you've done everything virtually and you haven't actually had that hands-on training? Well, frankly, like in any other, any other, um, let, area of interest or hobby or, or new skill or profession, uh, it all comes down to your self-confidence. And are you going, exactly, you, you hit the nail on the head. Are, are you going to feel confident working and in, walking into a new employer, working with a new training partner in a van and going out on a sales call and you've never literally touched a piece of equipment before? Or if you've just spent four weeks in a lab doing nothing but you know, brazing copper pipes and, and, and working on compressors and things of that nature, we'll take our program over the former program any day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about the medical coding program? Can you talk me through a little bit of the specifics of that one? Uh, I sure can. Um, that program uh, to prepare you for a certified professional coder exam, the CPC exam, which is kind of the gold standard of, of medical coding, um, we have a 240-hour contact hour um, program that is 100% online, and it is also 100% synchronous. So uh, you are going to be you're you are going to be working on uh, you are going to be working on a uh, on a computer remotely. You are going to be uh, uh, you're having an instructor online and you're going to uh, work two days a week, six hours a day for 20 weeks. The reason we differentiate that program uh, as compared to the uh, 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 tool belt trades is because of the complexity of the data and the of the, the acronyms and the specificity of the information you need to learn to be a, med- a medical coder. And so what we found was four or five days a week was too overwhelming to learn the material. So we're doing it two days a week for 20 weeks, a total of 240 hours. Yeah, and I think the one thing about a medical coding career is just like we've talked about before, it's something that's always in demand, it's essential, but I know that there are a lot of people that do, that do this type of position from home, they might have kids at home. I mean, there's a variety of different things that it offers a flexibility, but with a great, you know, great salary and job stability. You're exactly right. And it's largely a a field that many people don't know about. Um, It's, it's not as well known, but it's also a stepping stone into bigger uh, healthcare communities. Um, Well, healthcare roles, healthcare professions. It's just kind of an entry level, but you're right. It's a, 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 single, a single mom, a spouse, uh, someone whose uh, family gets transferred to another part of the United States, never has to worry about 
um, getting a new job if they're a medical coder because their job goes with them and they can they can work at that in their home office or on their dining room table. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, Rob, did you want to add anything to some of the highlights that Marvin just shared about the programs? No, I I, I don't, Megan. I think he covered them well, particularly the uh, the benefits of well, of both, but particularly the the coding program. Well, see, so you guys are both well prepared, so I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to <laughs> hand it off between you two very often. Okay, so now let's talk about the benefits of participating in a program with Forge Now. Um, what I'm kind of gathering just based on our conversation is A, these careers are in high demand and B, you've had established relationships with um, local employers. So they're getting jobs. Is there anything else, Rob, that you would add to that about what some of the benefits are? I think being a part of a community an alumni, a Forge Now alumni is something that's a real benefit. A lot of the folks that will go through our training, they they've known each other prior to Forge Now. Uh, we've, we've grown largely through word of mouth and people telling each other about the great experience that they had in the program. So there's already a familiarity with a lot of the people. But then after, after graduation, and then they go out into the market and they, they pursue their careers, still being a part of Forge Now, uh, the Forge Now community, the Forge Now alumni, I, I think that's a real benefit. Many of the folks have not graduated college. Uh, this Forge Now is their alma mater. This, this is where they graduated. So I think maintaining those relationships and being part of the Forge Now for life uh, community is a real benefit. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you mentioned earlier the programs being eligible for GI Bill benefits. So are all three of the programs that you currently offer eligible? Um, they sure are. Um, you know, becoming, uh, um, working with the Veterans Administration and becoming GI Bill eligible is um, kind of a badge of honor. It's, it takes some time and some elbow grease to get there, um, but it is very, very beneficial uh, to us and to our program. And uh, we're very proud that we've, uh, we've, we've reached that accomplishment. That's awesome. So Rob, for you, what would you say are some of the biggest differentiators are for Forge Now? If there's someone listening to this and maybe they've heard of a program like this before and maybe they're looking into another one, but now they hear about this and think it sounds great. What do you think is one of your biggest differentiators as an organization? Well, there's two parts to the to the name. There, there's Forge and there's Now. The, the Forge is giving you the training and the skills and the credentials for you to forge a path forward for your household, for your career. Uh, the now is just as important. Uh, you know, our candidates, they need these skills, they need these, these opportunities now, not a year from now, not two years from now, not three years from now, they need it now. So we've purposely designed the program such that it's almost military-like with the training in that it's a full-time program. Uh, it's five days a week, it's Monday through Friday, it's, it's seven to four, and, and you're all in. And rather than taking a couple of hours for a couple of days each week for the next couple of years, th- these, are, these are for candidates that need these skills, need these, these, these jobs now. So that's, that's really our biggest differentiator. We're a full-time program. At, this would be similar to going to airborne school or, or going to some type of specialty military school where you're going to get in, get trained, 
and get back out in the field. And, and I would, I would add um, to that um, a couple of, I think, very, very important things. We completely kit out our trainees. And what I mean by that is uh, on the second day of class, they um, are provided with their uh, own complete, complete set of, uh, of tools that they carry with them and have with them through the entire uh, eight weeks of the program. In addition to that, they get um, company uh, emblazoned swag. And what I mean by that is um, uh, company uh, t-shirts with logos that are specific to their program. They get work pants, they get a pair of work boots, uh, and they get a hoodie during the winter months. So they are uh, a professional looking group um, that looks the part and with the, uh, with the tools and uh, the work boots, they can go to an interview after graduation or prior to graduation for that matter with their tools in hand to, to convey to the employer, I'm ready to start today. And we don't think anybody else is doing that. Yeah, I think that's a great differentiator. And then Rob, I'm glad that you kind of folded in the uh, meaning behind your name because Actually, I've been wondering that ever since we started the conversation, and I was going to ask at that point. So, <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. Okay, so um, kind of going away from what you guys are doing currently, what about what's next? I know that you've got the three programs, and it looks like you're doing a lot of really cool things right now. Do you have any other programs that you're thinking about offering in the future or different types of classes? We're always we're always ruminating about um, new ideas and um, new directions to take the company. Um, what we're going to stick very very close to, however, is programs that can be trained in a similar fashion. For instance, um, we're we're not going to become a commercial uh, driver's license school, truck driving school. Um, because the 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 one on one or the one to two student uh, teacher ratio doesn't make sense to us. What we feel is more effective and efficient is having twenty folks in a cohort with an instructor in a lab with a with a lab technician working alongside working on the equipment. We think that's a more efficient way to deliver a skill. So. We are going to continue to focus on not just heating and cooling uh, and electrical, but we are going to go deeper within heating and cooling and electrical. And what I mean by that is our, our, our heating and cooling uh, uh, program right now is residential. We already have written a, uh, a light industrial uh, curriculum, and that will be followed by a commercial curriculum. So if you work in the field for five years and you want to advance your skills and you want the ability to make over $100,000 a year as a technician, you will be able to take uh, and study a commercial curriculum at Forge Now. So not only will we add additional trades over time, three or four more perhaps, we are going to go deeper vertically within each of those trades. And so our goal um, is, to, is to become the gold standard. Our goal 
um, is to become that program within the United States that the trainees say, I want to go there. I want to travel to Dallas, Texas and, and, and go through their lab cohort for four weeks. And we think in, we're already, we're already attracting employ, uh, employees, candidates who want to come work for us, who live in other cities, who want to move to Dallas and work for us. That's a good, that feels good to us as employers. It feels good to us as, as bosses, um, but it's an indication of the quality of the program we're, and, 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 the, and the community we're helping to create as well. Well, that's a good point that you bring up. And I actually want to touch on that quickly. So you guys are based in Dallas. Do you have people that come to Dallas to participate in the program and then go find jobs elsewhere, like in other states, cities, et cetera? Um, we do. Uh, most, of the, most of the students so far have been Texas-based students, but we certainly have had students uh, that have come up from uh, from Austin and and from the the clean area as well as as well as Houston, but we have created this program so that anyone can study from our program anywhere in the United States, and we will fly them to Dallas, Texas, put them in a hotel for thirty days at our expense, and they will go through the lab program uh, every day at our facility. So they're spending four weeks with a cohort in Texas learning the trade. They don't, they can, they could, if they chose, they could do the, they could do the classroom portion here as well, but they could also do it online. Okay. That's really fantastic. I should have led with that. I should have asked you that much earlier. That's a really cool thing that you guys are doing. Megan, I think it's also a, a differentiator for mm -hmm. Forge Now. As Marvin mentioned, they're going to get a full set of tools. They're going to get a work uniform. They're going to get all their textbooks. That's all part of the, the, the training tuition. Uh, but also as far as the travel and lodging and us helping them, we, we, again, it's about forge now. It's about get in, get trained, get credentialed, and be positioned for your career afterward. Mm -hmm. I love that. So you both have been very successful in your careers up to this point. Um, you have different career backgrounds and, you know, different things that have led you to where you are today. But Rob, I'll ask you this first. Have there been any events in your career that you now look back on as being a defining moment? Well, I, I haven't always been successful. Uh, I think, you know, life is that way. Um, and, and I've learned from things that, that haven't gone well as much as I've learned from things that have gone well. I, I think as far as defining moments, certainly you know, going into the military is a defining moment. Uh, deploying uh, is a defining moment. Coming back from deploying is a defining moment. Uh, leaving active duty. I mean, those those were the big events. Uh, but then in in the my business career after that, uh, I really look at Forge now as as what will be the the defining moment of my career. It, it's the biggest opportunity to have the biggest impact on the most people of anything I've ever done. So, you know, that, that's pretty exciting. And to be a part of a company that provides training to soldiers, you know, at this point in my career is really great because it, it kind of, you know, it's, it's almost like life has come full circle. Mm -hmm. Marvin, what about you? Well, I think, that's a, I think that's a great answer. And I absolutely concur with, uh, with Rob. The, um, it, this was, uh, uh, you know, a, 
a capitalist initiative, um, you know, for a new business, but the social overlay and the way we have the ability to uh, impact families and lives has already, um, you know, come to pass in a very, in, in a very meaningful way, as, a, as opposed to pointing to a specific um, event or series of events that uh, led me to Forge Now, I, I think I would concentrate that throughout my career, and I've certainly, uh, regardless of, of the definition of success, I, I've been involved in a number of companies that were simply toxic environments and with toxic employees and in toxic relationships. What I've endeavored to do is, is work with Rob to help to create a community of, uh, of positive role models, of, of uh, high ethic, high, ethic, um, uh, high integrity uh, instructors, uh, trainees, uh, and, and, an and an encouraging community. And, and I think that um, we, we do not have toxic people around our organization, refuse to do it. So what I've learned from other companies I've worked for is how I don't want my company to be. And we're going to do this in the right way. We're, we're off to a great start and we think we have a great future. It really sounds like it just from hearing you guys talk. And I really think, you know, I've mentioned this so many times now, but one of the biggest things that's going to resonate with our listeners is the idea of having a recession proof career, because like I said, the uncertainty of the last year or so, and a lot of the times that candidates are coming to us and the recruiters at Orion just wanting to know what positions are even out there and feeling like, you know, there's, they're not going to be able to find a job when they get out of the military. And so knowing that not only are there careers out there that are recession proof, recession resistant, however you want to say it, but also that there's the training available to back that up and with a great organization like Forge Now. You know, I think, I think that there is, you, you make, you make a, you make a very good point. Um, we're aware, certainly, and, and we as, as a company think about heating and cooling employers or um, uh, electrical uh, uh, employers, but we're aware that there are certainly going to be employers out there at larger, more nationally, even internationally known companies that are going to see a candidate who's graduated, seen how he's uh, uh, developed new skills on his own and think, you know, he doesn't have the specific training yet, but he has a baseline of knowledge that I can help convert to a whole new role. So this is a, we just, we're, we're defining the employment path for our graduates very, very narrow, in a very narrow fashion. It's much more broad than that. And I know that you know that, we just haven't come to that realization yet. Mm-hmm. So Rob, I know a lot of our listeners have a military background just like you do. Is there anything that you would want to share with us in terms of advice for veterans who are transitioning out of the military and about to begin a civilian career? Build on your strengths. Build on things that you know. For example, you know how to get things done. You know how to work problems. You know how to work in teams. So look for careers that allow you to do that. You also know that you need the, the skills and the training to go do that. So, you know, get going, get going now, uh, you know, enjoy your terminal leave, take care of your family, do whatever you need to do, get the kids in school. But, you know, you need to get going. 
you, you're, you know, you're not 18 out of high school. You've now had some life experiences, probably some very unique life experiences. And you're, maybe you're married, maybe you want to get married, but you need to get on with your life. You need to get on with your career. The, the faster you get going, the easier your transition is going to be. And what we can offer you through Forge Now are the, the skills and the direction and the credentialing and the positioning to get you going. So my, my best advice is, you know, don't sit still, you know, pick, pick a path and, you know, attack that path. Great advice. So anything else that you guys want to share as we wrap this up about Forge Now or just how people can learn more about you and get started with the program there if they're interested? Uh, you know, uh, Megan, I would say thank you very much for uh, including us on the podcast. We're excited to tell our story and educate anyone who's interested. But please, please, please do not hesitate to call. Someone will pick up the phone and we'll talk you through it. And I think you'll uh, I think you'll enjoy what you hear. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. We have a YouTube channel, uh, ForgeNow.com. Is the, is the website, and we're just really excited to, to be working with uh, veterans and service members and, and really try to have an impact on their transition and their, their second career. Rob, Marvin, thank you guys both. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and we look forward to continuing the partnership. Outstanding. Thank you. Thank you, Megan. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond, so make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.